Get ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life. I'm so glad you tuned into the broadcast and the podcast today. Uh, we have an exciting show lined up for you. Our special guests tonight are Apostles Tom and Jane Hammond. They're back with us uh, with a powerful word from God for this hour. And when I heard it, I said, you know, we just really need to do uh, something immediately and get this word out. Uh, the title of this prophetic word is The Belly of the Beast. And uh, they'll be with us in just a few minutes. And trust me, you're going to love it. And uh, I, I want to encourage you to take a moment take, to get some of your friends and family to tune into the broadcast now. You know, it's very relevant to what is happening in our world today. Uh, if you've been listening to the voice of the prophets, really, you're not shaken during this time of shaking. Uh, the enemy of our souls wants to come to, to rob and steal and kill and destroy. Uh, but we have an unstoppable hope. Uh, in fact, the Bible calls us prisoners of hope. A return to the prison of hope, you know. And so we will not be shaken. Uh, you know, when you think about it, what a vast wasteland our world would be without the Lord. Lord, what a vast wasteland we would see. Uh, an empty wilderness without the eternal hope that there is in our Lord, Yeshua, Jesus Christ. You know, the storms the enemy stirs up are set up to try to turn us away from hope. And all the beauty and all the light that this earth has to offer means nothing if the sun of righteousness is eclipsed. Jesus, you are the hope. You are the light of our lives. You are the light and you are the life of our life. Without you, we can do nothing. We can be nothing. We can have nothing. With, without you, we are nothing. Uh, and in this world's culture and, and systems, that's just, uh, uh, they just want to abandon any thought of you. Uh, and in this place, Lord, we give you the love that you deserve and the praise that you deserve. And we acknowledge that you are the only hope. You are the creator of the ends of the earth, and you hold the title deed to the earth. King David wrote, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, and the world and everyone and everything in it. Lord, you are the only way, you are the only truth, and you are the only life, and you are the light of life. And so you are the hope that we cling to and we believe in this day. Like Abraham, where no one sees hope, we hope against hope. And we continue to call those things which be not as though they already exist. And Lord, we thank you for your powerful presence here right now. Thank you for the word of the Lord filling our hearts with inspiration and encouragement. And in Jesus' name, we agree that this is the day that the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice. We're going to be glad in it. In Jesus' name, amen. And so be it. Amen. We are in a very important and a very unique moment in time. You look at what's happening in Ukraine, and you look at what's uh, rumored to be happening in other nations, and the things that you hear uh, that could possibly be occurring in different parts of our nation, in different parts of the world. You look at the crisis uh, at our southern border in America. and uh, But I'm here to remind you that God is still ruling in the midst of his people, and nothing escapes his knowledge. 
you know, the Bible says not even a sparrow can fall to the ground and die without God knowing about it. Nothing escapes his knowledge, and nothing is impossible for him. Nothing is impossible, Jesus said, for those who believe. And, you know, the Bible says many, many times, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Why? Because you'll face moments when the enemy of your soul wants you to give up on it. But, you know, like God told Joshua, I want you to be strong and of a good courage because you're going to have opportunities uh, to be weak and discouraged. But I want you to remember what I'm telling you, Joshua, be strong and of a good courage. The enemy of your soul wants you to give up on the faith. But I've got good news for you tonight. God is supernaturally intervening and coming to the rescue. You, you remember when Daniel was in the lion's den. God rescued him from the lion's den. And his friends Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they said, we're not going to bow our knee uh, to what the enemy is threatening us with. And, uh, and God can save us and will save us. But even if he doesn't, we're not going to bow our knee. And they were rescued from the fiery furnace. Amen. And they all kept the faith as an example for us to follow. No matter what opposes you, nothing can separate you from God's love. And if God be for you, who can be against you? And God's been consistently speaking through the mouths of his prophets today that he's intervening supernaturally and turning everything around right now. I believe this. I believe that's what's happening. And I believe we are in this season of breakthrough. Uh, where everything is suddenly going to turn around. Everything is suddenly going to change. Change, And, you know, Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 43, said, forget the past. Don't even consider it. In other words, you cannot let the shortcomings of the past have anything to do with your anticipation of God's miraculous intervention. Don't measure anything in the future with what uh, anything from the past uh, don't dwell on the past. Get rid of the past, but run to the future that I've prepared for you. That's essentially what Isaiah was prophesying. And then he said, behold, I'm doing a new thing, and now it will suddenly spring forth. Don't you perceive it? Uh, can, can, you, can what you're sensing overcome the doubts and the fears of your past? Don't you perceive it? Uh, can't you sense God saying this to you? Let your hope begin to arise. I'm making a way where you don't see a way. That's what he prophesied. And so I want to encourage you on this broadcast, on this podcast, don't let the voice of bad news prophets on the many news outlets that are out there convince you that God is unfaithful. Listen, the voice of God uh, is always going to speak good news to you, his child. That's what the word gospel means means good news. So listen to the voice of God's good news prophets. Amen. God has a plan and he's up to something and he's 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 working things right now. Working things out, working all these things together for good for his people right now. Many prophets are declaring this. Get ready for God to break through for you. You know, Peter spoke up and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, my father just said that to you. And you're starting to understand the importance, Peter, of hearing the voice of the Lord. And it's changing you from Simon, the weak blade of grass, that's what his name meant, to Peter or Petros, the small rock. And so he was making a, a, a change. You know, so many people are in the midst of transition, 
and they're, they're in the midst of a metamorphosis. Uh, do you believe the voice of the past? Uh, he was Simon, the weak blade of grass. That's what his name meant. Or do you believe the voice of the Lord speaking to you? What's coming? You're Peter. You're Petros. That's what Jesus told him. You're, the, you're becoming the small rock. You're becoming what I prophesied you would become. And then he goes on to say, upon this rock, this big rock, the word there is Petra, uh, on this big rock of revelation of the voice of the Lord, uh, uh, upon this rock of hearing and knowing God's voice, I will build my church. And then he goes on to say, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So you and I, we have the authority of Christ to stop the plans of the enemy and to loose the plans of heaven. Church, this is where we are today. Don't be swayed by the threats of darkness, but let, let God open your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears to see and hear the good news of what is to come. Amen. And God will use this moment to change you from a weak Simon to a strong rock, a strong Peter. And when you build your life upon the rock instead of shifting sand, the storms cannot move you. On Christ, the solid rock we stand. You, you know the song. Amen. And so that's my word of encouragement to you, the good news that I bring to you. God doesn't want you to, to be discouraged in this moment. Be strong and of a good courage. God is with you. God's working some things out. You know, oftentimes God does things behind the scenes where nobody can see what's happening. That way the devil can't uh, mess it up. You can't mess it up. Nothing anybody can do can mess it up. God makes these things happen and uh, uh, does it in a way where it, it, nobody knows about it until suddenly it springs forth. That's what Isaiah was prophesying. And I want to remind you uh, that we have a, a church gathering every Sunday at 4 p.m. right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. And listen, I prophesy personally over many people each week, along with great prophetic worship and prophetic preaching of the word. Uh, and you can find all this information on my website at martylayton.com, as well as on our church website, lifepointchurch.cc. It's lifepointchurch.cc. God always has good news for his children, and God is turning everything around for you so that you can recover all and experience his great restoration in this new season of life. Amen. Amen. So welcome to Speak Life tonight. And uh, it's my joy to welcome back to Speak Life two of God's powerful apostles uh, with the word of the Lord for the hour. They're our friends. They've been our pastors for many years. Uh, welcome tonight, Apostles Tom and Jane Hammond. Welcome back to the program. It's always an honor to visit with you guys and hear what the Lord is saying for this hour. We are um, privileged to have you here again. And, you know, Tracy and I were talking about you guys uh, yesterday. And uh, I don't know if you realize it or not, but you guys have been our pastors for 34 years now. Wow, I'm not I'm not old enough to have been your pastor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And actually, for like a year before we moved to uh, Christian International, uh, we were making our plans to move there, and uh, you guys would send us a letter a week 
uh, with a word of encouragement and a cassette. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes there was a prophecy on there for us. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you gave us you gave us these these nuggets of truth that uh, that were uh, they were just life changing to us and uh, really carried us through that that time before we ever moved up there. And uh, you know, of course, cassettes were the cutting edge at the time, and, uh, and uh, it was it was great to have that. You know, some people don't even know what cassettes are nowadays. Uh, right. Some people don't know what CDs are anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know somebody gave me a CD the other day. And go, okay, what? Where am I gonna play this? I have to this. <laughs> yeah. I think I have an old computer with something I can play a CD on. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I just felt it was very timely to have you on and to share a word that uh, Apostle Jane that you got uh, uh, for this this moment in in history where we are we're literally writing history with the Lord, I believe, and uh, I do believe that this is the year of the breakthrough, and so. Uh, I receive this as a charge from the Lord to really press through and break through. And uh, so I really wanted to, to have you guys just kind of explain that, unpack it for the, for the audience here. And um, so go ahead, share with us what you, what you uh, shared with me recently. So I want to set this up by saying that I believe that we are uh, living in a tipping point moment um, in the earth right now. It's not just America, it's the nations of the earth. And I believe that we're really living in a tipping point moment. Yes. And uh, a number of years ago, probably 2011, the Lord spoke to me in those terms about that next season that we were that we were entering into. And the Lord said, the nations of the earth have entered a tipping point moment. And uh, it was during a prayer time. And so I had a guy there that is a is a genius. And so I started sharing what I was, you know, what I was saying. And and I said, could you just break this down for me? And um, and so he. Uh, I jokingly say that he spoke blonde to me. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I can tell blonde jokes because I know two things for a certainty. Number one, I'm not stupid. And number two, I'm not really blonde. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, but when the Lord said a tipping point moment, um, obviously this is a moment when things really break through. And he basically talked about how, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to tip something that's very, very heavy, you've got to get under it and lift and then at some point when you're lifting, you've got to shift and then you've got to push until mm. it hits a point, which is called the tipping point, where under its own momentum, it can either do one of two things. It can either come back on you because you mm. haven't pushed hard enough or it can the force of gravity can actually um, begin to cause it to tip. And the very things that have worked against you begin to work for you. Come on. Hallelujah. Okay. That's the point that I believe we are at right now is that we've been praying, we've been decreeing, we've been speaking over our nation. And I believe we're at that tipping point and the Lord's just saying, church, you just need to push a little harder, push a little longer. And then you're going to see the very things that have worked against you begin to work for you. Yes. And so when we, we were just uh, traveling uh, a few weeks ago into the DC area, and when we stepped off the plane in Reagan National, which is right down next to the mall in D.C., um, we were on our way to get our baggage. I wasn't listening for the voice of the Lord or listening for a word, but I heard the Lord say, 
you've entered the belly of the beast. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like, ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Okay. What does that mean? And so um, I think that when we actually look at the phrase belly of the beast, um, of course, there's a reference to Jonah being in the belly of the great fish or the belly of the whale. But when I when I looked up the phrase belly of the beast, I'm just going to tell you what it what it says um, via Google. OK, the word of the Lord via Google uh, is is that the phrase refers to being in the heart of hell or in the midst of trouble. Wow. DC, OK. <laughs> And also, um, they they said that the belly of the beast also refers to being in the central command center of the enemy's headquarters. Wow. Wow. So the Lord said, you've entered the belly of the beast, the the central command of the enemy's Washington, um, D.C. (laughs) So then when I started thinking about the the aspect of Jonah, um, we know that Jonah was called at a time when um, the cup of iniquity in the city of Nineveh had become full and mm-hmm. God was ready to judge, pour out judgment on the city of Nineveh. And so God spoke to this prophet named Jonah and said, I want you to go prophesy to the city of Nineveh that I'm going to destroy it. I mean, it's not a great, it's not a great prophetic word, but he, <laughs> yeah, it's like, and so Jonah was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. So he started running from God. He got on a ship to sail in the opposite direction And if you read Jonah chapter one, you know that a giant storm arose and long story short, they ended up throwing Jonah overboard where then he was swallowed by a great fish. And it was in the belly of the great fish that Jonah had a change of heart. Yes. So the belly of the beast ended up being the place of dramatic turnaround, turning from rebellion to righteousness, turning from disobedience to obedience and he came to the place where he said, yes, Lord, I will do what you've called me to do. So I felt like the belly of the beast ended up representing a place of turnaround and a place of transformation. Now, How just to finish that, yeah, so the, so I mean, who, who could even imagine that Washington, D.C. would be that? Yeah. Um, but then if you remember the rest of the story is that he then went and delivered this horrible prophetic word to Nineveh. Uh, about the in 40 days, God says he's going to destroy this city. This is not a prophetic word for Washington, D.C. Yeah. <laughs> he, said in 40 days, he said, in 40 days, I'm going to destroy the city. And what happened in response to the word of the Lord is that the people of Nineveh began to cry out to God. They began to repent of their sins. And they, too, began to turn around from unrighteousness to righteousness. And Nineveh. Um, the Lord relented of the destruction. He repented of the destruction that he was going to bring. And Nineveh became one of the first cities in all of scripture that experienced a spiritual awakening, a great awakening. And the whole city turned back to God and God did not destroy the city. And so when the Lord said, you know, the belly of the beast, I believe that that is where we are right now, that we are at a tipping point moment that Washington, D.C. is at a tipping point moment, that our nation is at a tipping point moment. Uh, over 10 years ago when the Lord spoke that to me, um, I, I didn't know what he was saying, but within the next week, I think um, violence broke out in Tunisia. Then they had a revolt in uh, in Egypt. And then Iran went into the Arab Spring. And before you know it, every single time we turned on the television, it was mm-hmm. 
Egypt is in a tipping point. Iran is in a tipping point. The Middle East is in a tipping point. I mean, it was amazing, wasn't it? Right. Where yeah. the headlines in the USA Today were talking about the tipping point. And since the Lord has spoken this to me, I've heard it several times on uh, television broadcasts and, and media that we are in a tipping point season. And these yeah. are secular news broadcasters. You know, and honey, uh, the tipping point is where it's at that point, it can tip either direction you're pushing or right. it can tip back on you. And so it really is, it was points of crisis that right. we're saying, this is going to determine which way things will go. That's mm -hmm. right. And I believe that really is where we're living. In fact, you were talking about how for that 40 days, they sought the Lord where there could have been one end that was prophesied and yet it changed because of the people of God seeking God's face. And so what was tipping toward doom and destruction tipped toward reformation. I remember when we were talking with uh, Dutch Sheets one time, we were talking when he starts, first started doing the um, appeal to heaven uh, message. And he yes. talked about the appeal to heaven flags flying even over different cities and states. And he had received a picture of the flag flying over in the Middle East. And it literally was wow. over the city where Nineveh was. Yeah. Wow. And so nobody but they sent him this flag flying there and he said, you know what, that's so flag. amazing because that appeal to heaven flag is sitting over the first land and city that ever really experienced reformation. And so it was the appeal that they made to heaven for their life and their future and their families that turned the tide of what would have taken place where God's grace actually flowed. Yeah, it was amazing. And it was in the belly of the beast that the prophetic yeah. turned, right? That's right. Yes. I mean, because... Uh, Jonah didn't have the right heart and God was dealing with him in that moment to say, you've got to shift your attitude. You've got to shift yeah. your approach. You've got to kind of align with me in a better way. And I think God's constantly doing that with us as well as we are giving the word of the Lord. God purify the prophetic, cause us to be on purpose, cause us to be on point. Yes. And so as a result, the Lord speaking this, um, we really felt that there should be a 40 day period of time in our nation um, crying out for our nation to kind of push in this tipping point moment. So yes. this spoke this to me on March the 30th. And so April 1st, um, we started um, a 40 day time of crying out for America. And that goes all the way through May 10th. And so I know that your listeners are going to be jumping on in the middle of this, but yes. it's not too late to join our prayers together. And let me just say this is that we actually have to open our mouth and pray. We yes. actually have to open our mouth and say the words uh, that America shall be saved. We need to cry out. We need to repent. It's not good enough to think warm thoughts in our hearts towards America. Yes. <laughs> it's not good enough to hope that maybe God will somehow do something. We've got to engage with our prayer life, with our mouth, with our decrees to actually see this thing turn around. And I believe that God is going to deal with um uh, a Jezebel spirit that's been sitting over Washington, D.C. Let me just say that Jezebel is not just a demonic spirit that inhabits women. It is a demonic spirit of control. It's yes. a demonic governmental spirit. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. All of this stuff. And that God is saying enough is enough. Just right. like he did with Jezebel in the Old Testament. Yes. There came a point when God said enough is enough. And so I believe that we're going to begin to see uh, Jezebel come down. I believe that we're going to see some strongholds that have been over the nation 
uh, come down. And I think that we're going to see some things get exposed in this next season of time because it is a tipping point moment. So don't be afraid if it gets a little messy. Don't be afraid if it gets a little a little shaky, okay, in the midst of it. Exposing things, right? Amen. You have to bring it to the surface. So kind of like when the heat comes up higher on the gold, you have to scum off the junk Mm -hmm. that comes to the top. Yes. And so I I really does want to deal. I mean, Nineveh was bad. I mean, it was bad. Violence, Mm -hmm. uh, promiscuity, corruption, wickedness on every level. Iniquity was abounding to the point that it got in God's face. And he said, no more. Yeah. And so it wasn't that it was a good situation. It was terrible. But even Mm -hmm. in that darkest of days, God was able to turn some things around. What the Lord has been speaking to me in the same respect is kind of like not only the tipping point, but kind of a pivot point. And, uh, you know, a pivot point is where (laughs) things have the opportunity to shift and change and move weighty things. I think Mm -hmm. of a generation that we call the greatest generation that are arose what we call during World War II. Of course, we know darkness was arising so greatly in the earth that it was trying to take over the world in a very dark way. And so evil was arising and spreading in a pandemic approach, if you will. And uh, there was a generation that arose to say, not on my watch. I'm going to volunteer. I'm going to go to the battle. And then when they hit those uh, beaches in Normandy and they said, okay, we're going to do whatever it takes Whatever the fight requires of me, I'm going to hit the beach. I'm going to not love my life even to the death. And they began to fight. And then they didn't stop until they got to the very heart of evil. But the pivot point was on that day we call D-Day. Yes. And I think this thing is true. You know, uh, one year my wife uh, uh, decided we needed a new refrigerator. So she bought a new refrigerator. <laughs> and then she said, honey, you need to move the old one out. I said, oh, my, okay. <laughs> <So> strong. <laughs> she thought I was so strong. And so, but you know what? If I would have tried to put that thing on my back, I couldn't have done anything with it. I could have never got it out of the house. But you know what I did? I did what we call walked it out of the house. And if yes. you know what that is, it's like this. And I begin to use the power of the pivot point. Mm. And I would put a pivot point pressure and then turn, pivot point, turn, pivot point, turn. And in that way, I could move very weighty things, even though it didn't look like I could. And so the power of the pivot point is that great weight and pressure comes to bear upon a generation like it did in World War II and like it's doing, I believe, today. But if we're willing to take that pressure and that weight and then say, I'm going to use this to turn, I'm going to turn the gate, I'm going to battle at the gate, I'm going to turn this weighty issue the right way, and I'm going to move some things out and move some things in, then I believe that we can be on point and really bring dynamic and needed change in America and in the nations of the earth. I believe that's the, the place that we are, and there are things that are being required of this generation. Amen. You know, I I believe in the fulcrum moment, you know, that, that's kind of how the how I've presented it is, you know, we, yeah. we reach these defining moments uh, where there's a fulcrum and we can go one way or the other. And uh, I think that's exactly uh, what I've been hearing the Lord say as well. And uh, and I think that the key in some of the keys there are are that Nineveh did repent. There was a drastic change in their lifestyle. Uh, they didn't just go along and say, you know, que sera, sera. Uh, they they uh, took serious the word of the Lord. And uh, 
You know, I feel like, yes, and I I believe this word wholeheartedly, uh, and and which is why I wanted to immediately get it out as fast as we could, uh, because I believe, say that again. Yes. They didn't just spectate and watch and say, wait and see. Let's see if this word comes to pass. Uh, that would be an, a dangerous approach, right? <laughs> but let's yes. see if this destruction happens. By that time, it would have been too late. Too late. But what they decided to say was, we can do something, and we are going to do something. And because they did, they averted what maybe had been a catastrophe for them. Well, it reminds me very much of Second uh, Chronicles 20, uh, where they were in a fulcrum moment. They, things could have gone one way or the other, but they cried out to the Lord, and um, and the word of the Lord came forth because of their heart change. Uh, they recognized their moment uh, to pray and to intercede and to seek the Lord, even though it says Jehoshaphat feared, uh, but the, he sought right. the face of the Lord anyways. And I know there's many people... Uh, that are watching uh, in this audience and listening uh, that have had to face different fears through all this pandemic. And, you know, it's almost like there could be a glossing over and just say, well, eventually things will get back to normal. We don't really need to do anything. Uh, But I believe that this is a a, a true wake-up call uh, that we need to push. We need to pray. We need to uh, take serious the word of the Lord, believe it, and... uh, and begin to do our part. And it takes every ounce of strength to get that car to that tipping point uh, so that things start working against uh, or for us instead of against us. Right. Yeah, you know, I felt like that the real uh, virus that was trying to come against the church uh, is fear, fatigue, and fatalism. And so Jehoshaphat did start with fear. And that panic and pandemic, you know, kind of goes with that. Yes. wants to come and invade the church, wants to invade our heart. Yes. And uh, the word that DeHazel gave during that time, he started off by saying, do not be afraid, do not be dismayed because of this great multitude. And yes. so he, Jehoshaphat, the king, had woken up and saw that he was surrounded by his enemy, and the verdict was death and destruction and captivity. It didn't look yes. like any way out. But if you remember, he made this great appeal to God. There in that chapter, he began to cry out and say, we are your people. Here's your temple. Here's your word, your covenant, your promise. But then he set the stage for the breakthrough to come because he began to create an atmosphere of faith. And then the word of the Lord began to flow. I think Jehaziel speaks to a young, emerging prophetic generation. Amen. As he was not afraid to say, King, hear the word of the Lord. Nation of Judah, hear the word. Lord, this is what God says. You're not going to have to fight the way you thought, but God's going to fight for you. And then the king was wise enough to say, believe the Lord and you will be established and believe the prophetic word and you will prosper. And that word literally means you will break through. And I believe that is where we're living right now. And then Second Chronicles 20, 22, what did they say? He said, as they began to sing and praise then the Lord set a trap or ambushments or confusion against the enemy. And then it says, and they were defeated. Yes. And so there's something that even so though the Lord said, position yourself, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. At the same time, he said, go out against them. And yes. how they went out against them is praising and worshiping and decreeing and agreeing with the word of the Lord. And as they did, I believe all 
the host of heaven began to march with yeah. them and it confused the airwaves of all the schemes and conspiracies of the enemy. And they began to actually fight each other. And if you remember, it took days yes. and days for them to reap the spoils. Yeah. And I think that speaks to the harvest yeah. that God has promised in our yeah. generation that not is going to be just millions. I mean, but you saw billions. a harvest of billions. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the one of the things that you said was uh, that as they engaged their faith, as they engaged uh, their and began doing their part, uh, that heaven engaged and the enemy started turning against himself. You know, I I can't help but notice that uh, every day I hear reports of whistleblowers, and I hear reports of different ones uh, popping up and turning. And saying I'm not going to be involved in this, and they're and literally that one of the things that we prophesied last year uh, was that they would begin to turn on each other and take each other out, and I I see the the beginnings of that, which kind of yeah. feels like that vehicle being pushed to the top. You know, we're just about there yeah. uh, to continue that momentum, and uh, yeah. and of course the the result was breakthrough. Uh, the That's result right, right. was they got into the, God brought them to a whole new level, uh, and it, it reminds me uh, of uh, Jesus when he was in his uh, he was in extreme warfare at the end of forty days of fasting and uh, and praying and seeking the Lord, and it seems like we've been in you know two years of fasting and praying in an intense moment, uh, and the enemy came against Jesus. And Jesus uh, used the word of the Lord against him, gave him a, a, a powerful word. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. And I think we have to have that prophetic word for the hour uh, in order to win the current warfare. Whatever the level of warfare is, whatever the, the battle is, we have to have that word of the Lord. That's really what I sense in this word, is this is the word of the Lord of the hour, we have to get behind this. It takes everybody to push the car over, and that's right. it's the word of the Lord for the hour that's going to defeat the enemy. Uh, and, and I think it's it's very powerful uh, for a prophetic generation to recognize that the enemy can turn against himself, uh, that things yeah. can turn around, you know, uh, that God can cause the encampment of the enemy to be in such confusion that they just begin to take each other out. You know, I had a vision. I had, I heard the Lord say two things back in 2021 in January of 2021, when the whole, um, you know, election thing was being contended over and everything. I was, I was, we were praying one night with some of our intercessors and I just heard the Lord say, I'm up to something. Yes. <laughs> Kind of like you're gonna have to trust me on this, but I'm up to something, okay. That's and whenever God right. says something like that, it it just gives me a confidence that He's got a plan, okay. It's not like the enemy came along and took God by surprise. Might have taken a lot of us by surprise, but God's saying I'm up to something. Basically, you're gonna have to trust me in this. Keep your eyes on me. And then in June of that year, I had a very interesting vision, and I saw uh, Jesus as the Lion of Judah standing off, kind of on the Atlantic Ocean. Um, right off the East coast as the lion of Judah, giant lion standing off the East coast by where yes. DC is and New York city is. And I just saw him start roaring over the, our nation, just start releasing mm -hmm. this. I mean, this 
fierce roar over our nation. And when he did, it was like New York City and Washington, D.C. just started to shake. Yeah. And then there were these ripples of waves that began to shake all the way across the nation. The entire nation started to shake. Mm. And uh, of course, Hebrews uh, chapter ch- chapter 12, it talks about how everything that can be shaken will be shaken. So that which cannot be shaken will remain. But we serve an unshakable kingdom. And when you go and you look that up, it's really interesting in the Passion Translation. It says it this way. It says, the Lord says, I will shake the systems of this world. Wow. And the unseen hidden powers, the systems wow. of this world, and the unseen hidden powers. And I saw, and I saw Jesus just begin roaring over the nation. And so there's, there's shaking that's coming. Um, but in the midst of that, what I saw was as this roar went out over the nation, I saw congregations like yours and ours where the people were standing with praises in their mouth, with declarations in their mouth, their hands lifted up, their mouths open. And suddenly um, our mouths turned into the mouths of lions. And so mm-hmm. all over the nation, there was this company of lions this boldness, this declaration, this authority, because I mean, when a lion roars, it is a sound of authority, but there was this amazing sound of authority that began to be released out of the people of God that shifted the atmosphere over the nation. And then I saw something else very interesting that when this happened, it was like a, the, 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 the covering um, or like a cloak over the nation that had concealed corruption. It was an occultic cloak over the nation that had concealed corruption. And let me just say, on both sides of the aisle, yes. can I just say that? Okay. Yes. Corruption on both sides of the aisle. And it just started rolling back. And it was just like a rolling back and an uncovering all across the nation. And yeah. when that happened, what was interesting is that I saw um, I saw senators and congressmen and and leaders across the nation, governmental leaders um, and people in media standing in front of cameras. And it was almost like suddenly they couldn't tell a lie. Uh Yes. (laughs) And it was like like you could see them in in the lights of the camera and all of a sudden their mouths would open and they would say things. And you could see by the look on their face was like, oh, my gosh, did I just say that? (laughs) Because they were actually telling the truth and God was exposing the Uh lies. I just told the truth. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And so and so I think that we're in for some some days where it's going to be very interesting. And uh, ultimately, we need to trust the Lord that he's up to something in America. Don't they say that the, the roar of a lion has such resonance? That it literally stuns its prey. It like, does, yeah. Uh, Within yes. a like three to five mile area, just the 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 sound of the force of a lion literally will stun its prey and stop them in their tracks. So yes. I believe part of the roar of the lion is being released over our land. I agree. You know, in August of uh, 2021, uh, the Lord began to speak to me about uh, the coming year. It was a year of breakthrough and. Uh, but he said there was a time frame uh, in April and May, and this I'm on record as prophesying this back then, uh, in April and May of 22, that there would be a window uh, where God would begin to turn things around like a, uh, a reset moment uh, where, we would, where we would begin to see an uncovering for a recovery, and we would enter in a time of restoration. And... Uh, you know, I know that wow. on the the Hebrew calendar, we're in the decade of the pay, and that this is a Shemitah year, 
uh, which means a time of recovery and restoration. I believe that this, it's no coincidence that all this lines up like this. You know, there's all these prophetic words out there that don't seem so great uh, of different ones who saw tanks on American soil and in uh, foreign troops uh, on American soil and attacks and attacks on the power grid and the food chain and those kind of things, uh, <clears throat> which is which when you look at the belly of the beast word and put that in context with Nineveh, uh, you know, that's the way things could have gone. But there is that that uh, possibility of, of turnaround. There is that potential of things lining up in a way where we can, in the decade of pay, begin to decree a thing, have it established, and in this Shemitah year, uh, uh, there would be an uncovery for a recovery and a time of restoration and resetting things back to the uh, to the order of the kingdom of God for our nation and the nations of the earth. I don't just want to say this over America. I believe this is uh, this has a rippling effect uh, for the nations of the earth. And uh, I'm always in awe uh, of God's grace and His favor and His mercy uh, overtaking His prophetic people. Uh, but I believe that, you know, it wasn't all of Jerusalem uh, that was in Second um, Chronicles. So it was just a fragment of Jerusalem and all of Judah. And so I believe that there is a, a, a prophetic people, a, a prophetic praise people, and, uh, and parts of, of other parts of the, of the kingdom that can come together and really turn things around. Uh, it doesn't take everybody in the body of Christ doing this, but a remnant can yeah. make the difference. So what do you have I to say about so that? True. I think that's so true because uh, we don't know how many in Nineveh actually repented, but there was enough. But we do know that when Abraham and Lot, of course, were dealing with Sodom and Gomorrah, that yeah. uh, though there was extreme wickedness there to the point God did destroy them, but we know as Abraham pleaded that there was a negotiation that got it down to just a handful. If just a few would have yes. uh, repented, the Lord said, I will relent from the yes. judgment. So uh, I believe there's a truth to that there can be a remnant in the land. And not everybody, we know America is wicked in a lot of ways. We know there's a lot that goes on that's not godly and that we promote things that aren't godly at times and that, uh, there is probably plenty of reason for judgment upon the land. But we also stand in faith that there is also a very strong godly remnant of not just a handful, but probably millions that are bowing their knee, crying out to God yes. and believing for divine change. And there's a prophetic heart that's beating in the midst of America as well. And so I believe that's what gives us great hope that in the yeah. midst of well, maybe not all the wickedness. And he didn't say of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, everybody's going to get their life right. He just said, uh, if there's some and enough, <laughs> then I won't do what I could do and bring judgment. Yes. But there weren't even that. And so their judgment did come. But in Nineveh, there was enough right. that God could change. And I believe if God can <laughs> relent from what he was going to do to Nineveh, so then good. I believe grace on America. Because yes. America, yes. we've got a lot of Amen. godly men and women and seeking God's living a righteous life and crying out every day for America to be saved. And so I know that that uh, resonates in 
uh, the heavens and that God hears our cry and that God will answer that plea and our appeal to heaven. Uh, I believe the Lord, uh, and I could give you stories, but different ones have heard and had just divine encounters that said, your appeal has been granted. That means we made an appeal against death and destruction like Esther did, where there was a verdict that had already been loosed and been codified. It was in the law. It was going to yes. happen. Uh, but Esther made that appeal and it turned and God gave power to the people of God and shifted what was going to yeah. be death and destruction to what they call the holiday of reversals, yeah. where mm. now they celebrate to this day that what was going to be a robbery and a killing and a destroying of all that the people of God had it ended up coming into their hand and the great victory was wrought. So I believe we can believe for that same kind of turnaround yes. if we have faith and do what God asks us to in this hour. You know, the uh, the word breakthrough that you've been using uh, Pastor Marty, and, and that you actually gave as a prophetic word for this year as well. I, I love words. So when, when we yes. hear the word say these words, I, I looked it up and in the Webster's, this is what a breakthrough is. I mean, we all have our concepts of what a breakthrough is, but this is what it actually says. It says that a breakthrough is a military movement or advance all the way mm. through and beyond the enemy's frontline defense. It goes wow. on just a minute that. So first of all, we're not talking about being physically or naturally militant, but I think in the spirit, yes. we've got to get aggressive in our prayers and in our declarations and putting a demand on the anointing of the spirit of God that's in us, a, a greater authority. We are the army of the Lord. That doesn't mean that we're going to fight with guns and bullets and, and the way that the world fights, but we are going to employ spiritual weapons of prayer, spiritual weapons of praise, spiritual weapons of, yes. of making proclamations and decrees, of, of doing prophetic acts and releasing God's power. I mean, these are the spiritual weapons that God has actually given to yes. us. I love I love what George Patton uh, said when when he was faced with needing breakthrough in World War Two. He said um, he said those who pray do more for this world than those who fight. And mm -hmm. if the world goes from bad to worse, it's because there are more battles than there are prayers. Wow. wow. And so listen, listen, this is General Patton. So D-Day was a day of breakthrough. But if you remember, it's a military movement or advance all the way through and beyond the enemy's frontline defense. Yes. So D-Day was a day of breakthrough where they broke through the enemy's frontline defense. But their goal wasn't to take the beach. Their goal was to go liberate cities and nations. So we've got to get a through and beyond mentality Amen. that says as breaking through, now it's our time to go beyond to see not just a shift of maybe in a political way or in a governmental way or whatever, but let's go beyond to believe for that massive harvest of souls and God's kingdom to come. Because they went to the very gate of hell they in did. Berlin. They went to the yes. seat of evil, the seat of Satan. That's they right. Went where the evil was spewing out and they went and contended there and broke the power of what was trying to be loosed in a generation evil wanted to come and consume nations and peoples. And so I believe that's part of God's plan that if we pick up our weapons of war in 2021, the Lord said, look at the Strong's Concordance and look at what 2021 means. And in the Hebrew, it meant a weapon that is strong and sharp, like a weapon of war. Mm. And then in the Greek, it said, to take in your hand, to seize it, to grasp it and use yeah. it. So the Lord is saying, we're going to have to be warriors and have that strong, <laughs> sharp 
weapon of war. We know we need yes. it in our mouth and we need it in our hand because the word of the Lord is a two-edged sword in our mouth and in our hand to do the works of the Lord. So I believe that in the season, mm. breakthrough goes on to mean it's the overcoming of every obstacle, barrier, and hindrance yes. to progress. And so really, I feel like the Lord just wants to challenge all of us to understand that breakthrough is not the end of a matter. Breakthrough is a beginning of a new season of possession, a new season of conquering, a new season of seeing things turn. And uh, it's not it's not the end. It's just the beginning to see a nation turn around for the Lord. I believe America's turning. I I feel it in my in my bones. I do. I feel like the people of God are serious they're praying. At least I know in this audience, there's more than 10 that are serious yeah. in praying. And, yeah. uh, you know, I believe God, by his grace, his amazing grace is driving his people to a place of divine favor and blessing and breakthrough in 2022. And I believe it's going to happen sooner than we think. You know, we talk about this April and May uh, time frame. Uh, and I believe that there is there there will be significant breakthroughs uh, before the end of this time frame, before the end of May, uh, that will cause uh, a fresh momentum in the church and and cause really the goal is awakening, the the goal is revival, the goal is gathering the harvest for three days, uh, like they did in Second Chronicles twenty. But they used what they had, you know, they used the grace of God, the the charis or charisma, or the uh, the gift of God that they had, which was praise. Judah was the tribe of praise. And so, you know, I know that there's people out there that have been hurt or pierced uh, by the challenges that they've gone through, and I believe God's grace is releasing healing to, the, to their soul and to their lives today by the Holy Spirit of grace. Uh, but I believe it's time for us to uh, look beyond our personal needs and begin to use what we have praise the lord use what you've got uh make a decree well i i don't have a whole lot of time we'll take 10 minutes and pray and 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 decree you know uh give him 15 (laughs) you know such a a great thing to to engage in every day make your decree every day america shall be saved it makes a difference the appeal to heaven will make the difference all saying that America shall be saved. You know, if right. you could just yes. say that every day and make your appeal to heaven and just say, God, we need you in America. We repent of our sin. We believe for a great awakening. It doesn't even have to be long, but if we could get, you know, millions of people doing it, I believe that we'll see the turnaround begin to come. Amen. Well, you know, I, earlier today, I asked the Lord, what is on your heart? Uh, what do you, what more do you want to say? And uh, i I heard the Lord say, I want to encourage my people that no matter what has happened, I am turning it all around for you now, and I will make all things new for you in 2022. That's what he said to me today as I was praying, and I believe that's the heart of God for our nation. And uh, and so I want to ask you before we uh, before we're done here, uh, would you pray for uh, the folks in this audience and pray for our nation and the nations of the earth. And we'll yes, engage with you. Yes. yes. Let's just yes. agree right now, father. Yes. First of all, I just ask that everyone watching right now, no matter what they have gone through, no matter what is taking place, let hope arise within their heart for them to realize 
that you're going to fight for them and that you're going to fight for this nation. God, I pray that as hope arises, it'll birth into faith and they will lay claim to the things that you are saying and fight a good fight with the prophetic words that you have decreed. God, there may be decrees of death and destruction and schemes of the enemy behind the scenes, but God, our eyes are upon you as Jehoshaphat said, and we're going to contend and make our appeal and we're going to agree for our generation for breakthrough and for to turn around for the pivot point to work and to tip things in the right direction. So I pray for grace. That word means a favor. That word means gifts to work. It means God's goodness. And so father, I loose that to every person to be multiplied in their life and for hope and faith to arise, to begin to see the breakthrough that you want to bring. And Father, we thank you, Lord, that, uh, Lord, even as you gave this word about being in the belly of the beast, Lord, we believe that we're in a Kairos season, Lord, yes, a typical moment, Father, where we, your ecclesia, are engaging to push against the very gates of hell. And Lord, we make a decree right now, Father God, that America shall be saved. Yes. Yes. We make the decree that Jezebel is coming down yes. from her positionings yes. of power governmentally as well as spiritually. We thank you, Lord, that you've decreed you're going to strip the covering off of the occult covering off of all corruption, off of all evil, off of the things being uh, uh, decreed and decided in backroom deals. And Lord, the things that the media refuses to report on. Father, I thank you, God, that even they're they're going to be snared by their own words, Father. And we thank Father God, that you're raising a standard of righteousness over this land once again. God, we make our appeal to you, Lord. We make our appeal to heaven. And Lord, we say right now, Father God, that even though it seems uh, that we are facing impossible odds, the tipping point moment is where that which seems to be impossible Mm. suddenly becomes possible. And so we push right now and we decree right now father god that america is going to tip into righteousness and fulfillment of the destiny purpose and calling that you had upon this land from the very beginning and we decree that in jesus name in jesus name amen you know i think it's important for people to have fresh hope you know we need fresh hope and that's this word is such a powerful uh word of hope uh, for so many, and you know, uh, uh, God spoke another time frame to me, and we don't have time to get into it at the moment. But uh, from Passover to Pentecost, fifty days to change the world, and uh, I believe that there is a suddenly moment coming, uh, where suddenly, like a mighty rushing wind, God rushes to His people to bless His people and to turn everything around, and we're heading in that direction right now. And uh, you know, suddenly that fulcrum uh passes that that moment where everything shifts and goes into another direction and uh you know i just believe we are there i agree with you and i'm so grateful uh that you guys are were willing to come on today at short notice you know uh but uh thank you so much for your faithfulness uh to the body of christ and thank you so much for your faithfulness uh, to America, I, I, you know, when I pray, God, God, I say America, and God says America, the beautiful, and uh, mm-hmm. I believe that's how God sees America, America, the beautiful, and here we are, and uh, this is our time, and God is more than enough. If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. Right. Amen. Thank you guys so much. Listen, what is your website so that people can come uh, connect with you and and uh, and 
download your uh, your information and and your uh, material and buy the books and you know I've been yeah. blessed for 34 years to have this uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know we want to share it with everyone so can you can you share that with us again Absolutely. You can find us uh, on uh, Apostle, Apostle Jane Hammond uh, on Facebook, Apostle Tom Hammond on Facebook. We're on Instagram uh, under Tom and Jane Hammond on Instagram. But you can go visit our website and find our materials and the things that we're doing here at Tom and Jane Hammond. So you have to spell and A-N-D, Tom and Jane, H-A-M-O-N dot com. Yes. And uh, we invite you. We've got some great books, great resources that I think can equip you for the days that are in You know, we have communion live every night. That's right. Uh, yes. Through uh, Church CI. I know Pastor Marty, you're on many times with us. Uh, we also yes. have Vision Church, of course, uh, at uh, CI, that Vision Church CI on Facebook. We stream our services. So you're always welcome to connect that way. Christian International is the parent uh, overarching ministry, and they have so many resources that Bishop Hammond and others have written. So, uh, avail yourself of the present truth that God is releasing for this hour of breakthrough. And one more thing is that we have a 90 day uh, prophetic intensive called school of the prophets. School of it's prophets. an online school of the prophets. Um, we are just finishing our spring semester, but we're going to start taking applications for our fall semester. Um, so if you want information on that, uh, you can text the word prophet P R O P H E T to 55444 and we'll get you some information right out uh we are the instructors bishop hammond is one of the instructors yeah. and part of our team is on to stretch you and challenge you to come to a new level prophetically um we're gonna we're gonna challenge you to be prophetic not pathetic that's okay? right <laughs> hallelujah 50 years of prophetic ministry that we've been together doing and my dad about 70 years old, so, so okay wow <laughs> she is so young and <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. It's an honor. It's a privilege. Uh, please uh, avail yourself of this information. Uh, type profit to, to the number 55444 and uh, get involved in this. You, God's got a word in you that you're going to bring forth and, and uh, change your world. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Thank you again so much. And we will, will you come back? Will we, can we do this again? Marty and Tracy. Of course, yes. Thank you for having us. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. Awesome. Well, not great. What an incredible word for this hour. Thank you again, Apostles Tom and Jane. It's just so great. Uh, Please visit their stuff and their website and make yourself uh, avail yourself of all the stuff that they've made available. Uh, to to plug into and to and to learn from they're they're an incredible resource for the body of Christ especially if you're called to the prophetic uh, you know not everybody's called to the to every tribe uh, but if you're called to the prophetic tribe then you want to plug in and get the material and learn and grow in that amen and as I said I believe we are called to bring the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. This is our calling, and that's what we're doing. Amen? And what I'm declaring to you is this. The enemy has no right to take what is rightfully yours. Uh, The ruler of the ends of the earth is addressing the powers of hell in this hour, and uh, the king of the universe, Jesus Christ, is arising in, with, and through his church, and, and the Lord is fighting for you. Amen? 
but it is a time to pray. Uh, we're in that, w- that window of time, and it's a time to pray and to make declaration. Job uh, 22, 28 uh, says, Decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. Uh, and light will shine upon your ways. And so I want to encourage you. We have uh, this window of time, I believe, is a prophetic time frame, frame through May 10th uh, to pray and to see things turn around. Amen. And I can feel it turning. Like I said, I can feel it in my bones. Uh, but it's also a time to take things back. Time to take back all the devil has stolen. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew eleven twelve. The kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent rise up and take it by force. Amen. We've had enough uh, violence that we have suffered, enough hard things to press through, but now the violent rise up. And I'm not talking, again, we're not talking about physical violence. We're talking about spiritual violence, praying, fasting, interceding, decreeing and declaring, and worshiping and praising. Amen. That's how we take it by force. Your most powerful weapon really is the weapon of worship and praise. As you begin to let God arise, his enemies are scattered and, and, and shattered. And uh, it's a time for the church to take their eyes off of the enemy and all that he's saying and put your eyes back on Jesus. Amen. Uh, sometimes God lets, the, lets you get good and mad at the devil uh, and then his righteous anger, anger rises up within you. You know, somebody said, well, uh, you know, you're not supposed to get angry. Yeah, the Bible says be angry and sin not. And anger is actually an attribute of, of Father God. There is a righteous anger that should rise up within the people of God when somebody says, uh, we want to teach your children wrong things uh, as kindergartners or first graders or third or even seniors. Uh, you know, you need to take your stand of faith and take back what the enemy is trying to steal. Amen. Uh, you got to get to the point where you say, enough is enough. I'm going to do my part, and I'm going to pray. Amen. And, and the, the whole uh, is greater than the individual. One would put 1,000 to flight, uh, but two puts 10,000. And millions of people are hearing this right now. Uh, but the Lord told me this also. He said, I'm about to do something highly unusual, exceptional, and unprecedented. I'm about to do something highly unusual, exceptional, and unprecedented. Exceptional and unprecedented. Think about that now. And the Lord said, I'm releasing mega favor and mega grace on behalf of my people. The favor of God and the grace of God, really it's an interchangeable word, uh, but it means God's goodness and mercy and favor on behalf of his people and the empowerment of God to do what God's called you to do and be who God created you to be. Amen. And I believe that time is now. Highly unusual miracles of financial favor are coming to the people of God. Financial turnaround, financial breakthrough for you in 2022. Uh, And God's people will not be ashamed, but walk in financial dominion. Amen. It's the promises of God. And uh, there's so many scriptures on that. Uh, but we're, we're running out of time here. But I want to personally thank those of you who continue to sow seeds into this prophetic ministry. Thank you so much for standing with us uh, here at Speak Life. And uh, you make it possible for us to continue to bring powerful, quality prophetic ministry week after week. 
And if you would like to partner with us and to help us continue to release the word of the Lord to the nations, uh, there are several ways you can do that. You can text any amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. Text any amount to that number, and uh, that's one way that you can sow into the ministry. Uh, If you're watching online, there's a link available for you to click on, and you can give that way. Uh, If you prefer to mail in your your donation or your offering, you can mail it to P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. You can find all this information on our website at martylayton.com. It's just had a a revamp, so you're going to love it, martylayton.com. Or on our church website at lifepointchurch.cc. LifePoint has an E on the end of it, so it's lifepointchurch.cc. And I also want to thank uh, one of today's sponsors, uh, Mike Lindell and MyPillow. You know, Mike Lindell is fighting for America the beautiful. He's an amazing American patriot, and he's fighting for you and I on the front lines of the spiritual and cultural war. Uh, So please check out the great products that he's made available at MyPillow.com. Not only do you get to sow into uh, uh, Speak Life, you also get to sow into uh, that particular battlefront. And uh, and you get products in return. And so uh, if you do that, if you'll go to MyPillow.com and use my name, Marty, as your promo code, you'll you'll receive the deepest discounts available and right now they're running some flash sales and some uh, different sales. And so you'll be surprised at the level of discount uh, that'll show up on your cart. Uh, just use my name, Marty, as your promo code. And if you prefer to call, you can call your order in at 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. And they've made that phone number available just to my audience here. Uh, Remember to use the promo code MARTY and you'll get all those discounts. And again, that's one way you can support support Speak Life and support the work of Mike Lindell and what he's doing for our nation. Amen. I believe something good is happening to you. And God is speaking from heaven. Uh, And I'm hearing that very clear. Something good is about to happen to you, and this is your time. Amen? This is your time. Some of you have been waiting uh, for this moment for a lot of years, waiting for the moment when everything begins to line up and you get to launch in your vision and in your destiny. And this is your time. And so I want to encourage you. God is speaking from heaven to you right now. Something good is about to happen. New things. God had to take us all through a process to align some things for greater things to begin to open up and and for those things to line up so that you could walk into the thing that God created you to do and be. Amen. His grace is sufficient. Thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. Join us each week uh, for great ministry and conversations uh, with prophetic insights and prophetic secrets uh, with today's cutting-edge leaders. Amen. Uh, Please take a moment and subscribe to the Speak Life podcast, or if you're watching on social media, uh, subscribe there, Uh, click the like like button, ring the bell, do all the things that you need to do so that we can uh, stay in touch and you can know what's uh, what's coming. Uh, If you've enjoyed this and you were blessed by this ministry, please leave us a five-star review. 
Uh, as a reminder, you can follow me on almost all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Truth, Getter, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, and all the almost all the platforms. Uh, just search for at Marty Layton, and uh, you'll find me there. And we want to keep you informed and encouraged, and that's one good way to stay connected. And remember, you can always watch the show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and on Rumble. And I want to thank you for telling others about the Speak Life show uh, and the Speak Life podcast. Help us to reach more and more people each week with the good news that God's doing something good. He's speaking from heaven. His prophets have the good news, word of the Lord in their mouth, and and uh, and help us to, to, to get that word out to many more people. Amen. You can find the Speak Life podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on the Charisma Podcast Network, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. So thank you again. And remember to keep your spiritual ears and eyes open. God is always talking. Proverbs 18.21 declares, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will indulge and eat its fruit. Remember, it's always important to speak life. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Oh, 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 oh